Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. We're here tonight to recap Meredith First Side, episode eight, entitled, what was that? I just forgot. <laughs> Striking a balance. Striking a balance. Very interesting. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with the episode. Yeah, I don't it's really just a name at this means. point. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, Jade, you got anything you want to ask me? Uh, okay. What did you find out? I don't know how you usually wow. ask. What I did I find out? this? <laughs> Any news on the streets of the world with um in the reality world? Let me think. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I Thanks thought something happened. Thanks for asking. There's something reportable. I, well, um, I'll work on it. I'll get it down. Don't worry, guys. Asking. Thank you. Um. So in the Meredith First Sight streets, um, the only things that I have been seeing have been from this this actual season. Um, there was a spoiler. Um, from Married at First Sight fan. I'm actually not gonna, I'm not gonna say it actually. I'm not gonna spoil it because maybe some of y'all don't do spoilers and I don't want to spoil it for y'all. Um, but there was some activity in the streets, um, in this current season. Um, and this past couple of seasons, I don't think I actually saw anything worth noting, um, from Married at First Sight news, other news, other social media, you know, reality news, but not necessarily Married at First Sight. Jay, did you see anything in the streets? Um, other than Ryan Oubre and Mirla hanging out, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we did see that, but that? I just figured they were just having dinner. Like, I didn't even think she's always was... hanging out with everybody. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Does like she a have date other friends? Date. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think it was a date. I don't think so. I don't think she has other friends. <laughs> I mean, I don't. It's, <laughs> I don't. she's made all of her friends. From this the experience. Season. And then, like, she's just always, like, man, that she's just TikToking, Polly walking. Um, Polly walking. So, I don't know. You know, the, uh, do what you love, you know. Do what you love. Yeah. I do remember her having friends on the show, but I guess those friends weren't good enough, so she replaced them. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple, was... you know. I, I, I guess. I guess. Mm. Um, mm. But, yeah, that was. Yeah, I did see that, and I did send that to you. I was like, oh, cool. Hmm. Um, okay. I did think it was kind of, right like, along. obnoxious, though, that, like, one of the fan sites, like, as soon as she posted it, like, reposted it, and I was just like, okay. I mean, this is getting a little, I don't know. It was, like, literally seconds or maybe minutes after <laughs> she posted it, and I was like, this feels really weird. People got to keep the content coming. Yeah, you know. I just felt a little strange. Um, anyways, let's jump into this, this episode recap. This was an interesting episode. I, it was very entertained. Um, there was a lot to take notes on. I yes. was like, do I usually type this much? I mean, you know, I usually, I, going crazy? I usually take a lot of notes, so I, you know, I kept it at my normal, you know, I don't want to say how many yeah. pages, but <laughs> I, was, I was just wondering for myself, I was like, it seems like I'm talking, like I'm typing a lot. I how many, like did working. you, did you get to like a, a what page did you get to? I'm at the bottom of the third page. Whoa. That's a lot for you. Is it? Yeah, you usually get to like two pages max. No, 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 no. 
I'm usually like at the mid part of this. So I guess it's not much longer, but I don't know. I hit three pages fairly often because every time there's a scene change, I have to mm-hmm. go down. I don't to even want to tell y'all how many pages I have. Are you embarrassed? We I will mean, not judge. I just take a lot of notes. So I've got six pages. It's usually the norm for me. Okay, so we start this episode with... I mean, um, I have a lot to say, you know. I, I, I take a lot of notes. I'm a note taker. So, you know, thank me Goodness. later. Goodness. Okay. I mean, there's a lot to say. And That's I actually, true. And, you know, I take... Sometimes, you know, I like to go verbatim. So, you know, I, that, that yes. takes up time. <laughs> I give you yes. guys... I am dedicated, okay? I want there you were to- quite a few moments <laughs> this episode that were like... Oh my goodness. Like, right? How, like, you like, need to hear this word for yes. word. <laughs> there was just so many times I was like, now I have to pause. Now I have to rewind and, like, try mm-hmm. to get the. It was okay. crazy. Yeah, take us in. Okay, so welcome to episode eight. Um, eight for them, episode however many for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we kick off this episode. We sing everyone. They are. Mm, doing random things yeah. katina and elijah are cooking looks like elijah wants us to know that he's making breakfast mm-hmm. um lindsey's giving mark dolmas and he's <laughs> sweeping michael's making coffee Noi got steve a plastic pooper scooper mm-hmm. contraption so that he can pick up poop um and then we see Alyssa and chris they are separate Alyssa's sitting down in front of her mirror moving her hair from side to side mm-hmm. um and chris is saying he feels like she had zero try in her and it was very hard for him to continue to be in a marriage with her based mm-hmm. on her um lack of trying yes i was gonna say trying or lack thereof, but <laughs> it seems like it's up for debate now so mm. anywho yeah and then we uh believe we jump into noy and steve Mm-hmm. Um, so Noi is I, I got this um, I typed this because I feel like it was going to be relevant throughout this episode <laughs> she's a talent coordinator something something or a talent specialist talent acquisition coordinator yeah so I think she probably that's the recruiter isn't it isn't that the people that, like, yes okay. yeah I think she like recruits yeah so she's probably always working um, so she works, you know, she's working and she's sitting there tap, tap, clap, clap, clapping on the keyboards. There's two, um, she's got two screens, you know, because, you know, why have one when you can have two? Um, Steve comes out of the room and he says in his talking head that he wants to make sure that Noi doesn't feel uncomfortable or uncertain about them. And just because he doesn't want to pick up a full-time doc, full-time job doesn't mean that he won't do his part in the relationship. So he's cooking them breakfast, um, he asked her, you know, who kind of cooked the meals in the house when she was growing up. And she says that both of her parents cooked in their household equally. They start talking about the housewarming. And he asks about making traditional food um, from both of their cultures and lifestyles. He's going to be making Chinese food and she's making Laotian food or Laotian? Laotian? Sure. Um, food is really important to her culture and her lifestyle. So they're, you know, I'm really excited actually to see the food that they prepare. They talk about Pastor Cal and about Steve being, you know, self-employed and, you know, living through, as he says, living on his own terms to some degree. Noy says that long term (laughs) with children, his lifestyle makes her nervous. 
Steve says that he doesn't, you know, want to make her nervous, but he's worked hard to get where he is. And just because he doesn't fit the description of a nine to five lifestyle doesn't mean that he can't take care of his priorities. He says he's trying to develop himself further and create more opportunities for them. Noy says that she needs a plan. He says um, that, you know, he has a pretty robust savings and he has multiple sources of income to get more money. And Noy says that she's seen a lot of talk, but she doesn't see any action behind his words and he needs a game plan. Huh, this is interesting. Um, and I feel like because Steve isn't really like telling us exactly like what his situation is. I mean, I'm assuming that he's like a freelancer or I don't know. I'm assuming he's a freelancer. So like, I, I don't know if he's working on a project right now, but you know, that work is project based. So, I mean, the plan is he'll work when he's got a job. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I don't, I don't know what, what is Noy asking for? <laughs> like, what does she want? I think Noy wants him to like get up every day and go to work. And at this point, I'm like, how much money do you have? Because she's saying what she's saying. And he's like, I feel fine. I don't know why she's worried. Like, I'm not worried. If mm -hmm. I was worried, I'd work, but I'm not worried. Yeah. So I need a dollar amount at this point because like, yeah, this would be a good time to introduce the, like the, <laughs> the, the budget, budget conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, okay. What are we, if I knew that you had like plenty of savings for the both of us, I probably would be less worried, but right, I'd still be like, exactly. how are you going to continue earning income? Well, You're not retiring. And I guess my thing is like, they keep talking about these children. So I'm just like, is the plan to like, procreate immediately so like i, I just I, i'm i think confused. they're both like older she's like 33 isn't she yeah i think she's well he's like 38 and i think she's like closer to 33 and so you know they say once you get past like 35 that's like geriatric pregnancy i mean and that so, was years ago of them using that language i feel like times have changed but okay okay I mean, I know we talked about it. We were like, they both seem like relatively healthy people, whatever. Yeah. But that, I mean, she could still be concerned for, I mean, I don't know her medical status or anything mm -hmm. like that. But it seems like that's something they want, or at least she wants like she right away. She wants right away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Heavens. And she talks about like she's worked her whole life. She's never not worked. So this is like bizarre to think that he's not working. He's okay with it. Um, which I think would be hard, like to meet, to meet someone when they're in that space. Like, if I known you and I knew how hard you worked, and then you were like, "I'm taking a break," I'd be like, "Okay, cool." But if I met you when you weren't working, I feel like I'd be like, "Why?" Well, and I guess my thing is because you know, in this day and age, with like our generation, more of our peers are like not doing nine to five work to be perfectly honest like they're doing you know other streams of income you know digital content creators and all sorts of things so like the traditional nine to five i think is not something that i'm like super like you have to get up and go to work and clock in like no like you can do what you want like but as long as you're you know working towards something you know financial independence and you know i feel like she's I don't know. I feel like I can't make a lot of assumptions because I don't, I need a number. <laughs> like I need to know mm. what he's working with. If he's got a savings of like, I don't know, like, you know, it would still have to be a lot though. Cause he doesn't have a house. So, but, but I, someone told me, and I don't know say someone told me, but I heard on the Reddit streets that he apparently owned that apartment that he was in. 
So it's a condo? Yeah, I think it might have been a condo. Now, granted, it was still small, but I think that from what I was reading that he actually owned that property. So even if he does, you know, own, you know, he owns real estate and was able to take off for four months and like just travel, I'm going to assume you've got a robust savings, but I don't know. Like he's not, I wish he would say a little bit more or maybe they're cutting it out, but like, I don't know. I think he's probably said one thing that did frustrate me about this episode is how we kept getting flashbacks to stuff we've never seen. And I was Mm -hmm. like, bitch. Yeah. So it's possible, (laughs) possible that um, he may have somewhere disclosed like I'm a trust fund or like, you know, something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It sounds like anyone that can leave their full time job, travel for four months and still not work. Like once they come back from that, you have some money somewhere. Um, and it's not in Colombia. <laughs> no, it's accessible here in the, you know, United States. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think she's just thinking about her, her age, and, you know, she's wanted to be in a relationship for so long. Now she wants these three kids. And Goodness. as an older person, and I guess they're not calling it geriatric. They're calling it advanced maternal age, which, mm. what's the difference? Um if she wants three kids and she's already 35 then you know it's kind of rubbing close to that i guess she has to get his fertility tested as well i don't know sounds like there's a lot on that front but it is kind of cart before horse in this indeed cart before horse in this situation because we don't even know what's in his bank account hello like we don't even know if you like him like can we just we're on 12 days of marriage jesus trying to have kids like it's been 12 days i get that you know geriatric pregnancies and shit but they literally just met two weeks ago so i'm just asking us to just like take a breath but you know yeah we could all stand to to breathe noise just like super anxious about stuff that's not important right now indeed um yeah it's it's what it is we transition to katina and olajuwon um or more so olajuwon uh he's working out with his friend jeff his friend jeff asked him early on the scene he's like you're looking uh he's like you look good are you not eating (laughs) (laughs) i was like is it that obvious that she's not feeding him um but he says he is eating he says he feels like Katina is just like him. He's like, she's mm. a Dickerson. Uh, he's like, she's really reserved, though, because she's a lady. I <laughs> yes, like, I is, wrote that down. I was <laughs> this like, this is that same, like, <laughs> like, traditional okay. bullshit Pastor Cal was trying to tell you about <laughs> last episode. And so he's like, Pastor Cal told me to go ahead and break the ice, change her life. Yes, break the but... ice, change her life. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And he's like, but I think like I might change if I if I have sex with her. And I was like, what the fuck is that? You, if you're concerned that you're gonna change because you have sex with someone, what does that say about you? Hmm. How I mean, do what does that say about like, how he views sex? Is more important. Yeah, like if I have sex with her, I treat her like a hoe. Like what is it? That's well, what I got from it. But what I but at the same time, like it's been two weeks, so like maybe he's just like, if this is supposed to be my wife should we be having sex in two weeks? Like, I don't know. I do feel like, I do think it's weird how like, you know, you have this elevated process and then mm-hmm. Pastor Cal is like, y'all should have sex, you're married. But it's like, but we barely know each other. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I feel like for specifically Katina and Lajuan, 
I could have seen them having sex by now. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Not Jasmina and Michael, but yeah. like Christina Lajuan seemed like they're a little bit more into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. His friend uh, asked him about red flags, and he's like, "Man, she went to the grocery store and came back with bread and water. She was gone for two hours, only came back with one bag." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know if that's a red flag." Um, it's just interesting how people name these things. But he says it's a red flag. His friend is like, Joe, just chill out, give her some time. She doesn't do that. She doesn't shop for two people. And he's like, yeah, she likes the food blog and stuff. Um, so, like, I just need to show her how to shop. And I just, I don't know. I, could, I guess I could see Lajuan going to the grocery store and buying, like, $100, $150 worth of groceries for one person. Yes, and being and like, like, all right, let's cook. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can- what? <laughs> I can see him having a good old time in the grocery store getting snacks and meals and, you know, because he's just kind of like the all-in person that's like, you know, I don't know. But I could definitely see her coming back with, I think she came back with more than bread and water, sure. Yeah, maybe some snacks maybe, but I don't know. I'm very curious as to like what they, what he, what types of food he likes to eat, you know, because they're in, you know, the Northeast and I'm just, I'm intrigued as to like what he wants to, to eat. Yeah, I don't know, because what did she say she made last time? Spaghetti? She made spaghetti and garlic bread. That's why I was like, I don't know if that would really fly um, Yeah, down here. So she said that, and then when he was cooking at the start of the show, he said he was Smell making, bacon? Like, yeah, I think like maybe bacon or sausage or something and eggs, like basic mm. breakfast. Um, and before that, he said he was eating a piece of bread peanut, and peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, a piece so. of bread. So it's, it's like, uh, uh, you know. I don't believe he's up. having, like, you know. He's not going to be like, uh, what's his face from last season? Like, steak and lobster. Oh, my God. Uh, just Goodness. on a regular casual <laughs> Tuesday lunch. I think Elijah would be happy if she made him anything. If she made yeah. him some oatmeal. Just the effort. Yeah. You want brown sugar oatmeal with, like, a brown sugar oatmeal with, like, some oat milk or something? I think she could make him instant oatmeal and he'd be like, oh, she loves me. She put like a banana beside it. He'd be fine. Yeah, that's true. He's pretty simple. Like, <sighs> um, we transition yeah. to Mark and his friend. I did not catch this gentleman's name. I didn't catch it either. Um, but they're, were they doing a frisbee or something? Or They were like something? playing catch. With yeah, like a, yeah. Just a ball and two mitts, like back and forth. Like you do with your dad in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mark says that, you know, the positives of Lindsay is that he likes having someone to come home to. He has someone to do things with and she's always there for him. Apparently she reached out to his mom's doctor because she hasn't been to the doctor in a year. So she was trying to set up an appointment for her. I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, he's never had a significant other help him with things on his plate. And that's really helpful to him. Mark's friend says that Mark is usually the one who falls in love really fast he says that Mark is usually, you know, the person who, like, is jumping to, like, move in or get married. Mark says that Lindsay is very caring, but her first impression was out of the box. He says they have so much in common, but she's a little loud, and she says things in public that makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> he says he's more reserved in public than she is, and he tells his friend about the plane situation and he doesn't think that Lindsay is aware of how she comes off, you know, just in general. And so all of these moments that they're having are not helping him grow. And he needs those things to stop happening so he can connect with her. So his friend is saying that he doesn't think Mark was expecting to be the uncomfortable one. It's the complete opposite of how his past relationships went. And Mark says that it's a huge mm-hmm. turnoff. And that's not what he wants in a wife. 
And if this had been, if he'd been dating her, he said he would have been out. Yeah. Jeez. He was like, she needs to cut it out. I also thought it was, in, as he was describing the, the plane situation. Mm-hmm. Man, that plane. Ooh. He was like, she was busting balls. And <laughs> he was like, the, <laughs> the other person was giving her multiple outs, which yes. confirms what we knew that Olajuwon was innocent. We believe yeah. black men. Yeah, he Elijah was really trying. tried to give her. Ch- yeah, he tried to give her opportunities to just like chill, like girl, go about your business, <laughs> go about your business. Oh, Lord. And she was insistent. She She's antagonizing him, just like we knew she was. Yeah. So I'm glad we had this conversation, Mark. Thank you for letting us know that she is who we thought she was, and those fake tears that mm-hmm. she was scared by him and he was puffing his chest at her whatever after you poked him 50 times i probably would too when they explains why katina is just so like nah man like don't when even her katina are on after party together it is whew, that those after parties, because the, both of them are tense. i mean she i but i get it like Lindsay, yeah. i feel like we're getting like a fraction of like what she's like and honestly after this episode nah you're so good like don't talk to me on camera <laughs> goodness yeah it's it's <sighs> rough we um briefly see michael from jasmine and michael his sister claire comes over to just chat with him um she immediately says he looks tense he's like rubbing <laughs> his temple Jeez, goodness <laughs> The man is stressed, y'all. He needs he needs a hug. Um, he kind of give her gives her some background about what's happened with them thus far, and she reiterates to him that it sounds like Jasmine just doesn't trust you yet. She doesn't know what you're capable of. Because mm-hmm. um, Michael is a little, he's getting in his head and getting a little discouraged, I think. Um, but his sister seems very rational, really cool. I don't know if you got anything else from that. Scene, no, but. um, yeah, other than, um, yeah, she just, you know, she thinks Jasmine is protecting herself, protecting her space, mm-hmm. um, and he was just like, so she doesn't trust me, and like, no, <laughs> Michael, she doesn't, just my 12 you. days. Yeah, it's just been 12 days, you guys, so let's just, you know, let's yeah. just keep that in mind. I think that's, I think he's having a really hard time, because... I don't know like, what is he expecting. Like her. Yeah, like what is he expecting? Like she should. I'm trustworthy. She should trust me. But like this whole roommate thing and like you know, yeah, that roommate the way thing they've is tough. communicated is is not all leaning itself towards trust. Um, yeah, that's true. That is at true. this time. What? Uh, Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. We transition these Chris and Alyssa scenes. I'm like, do we need this? Um, so Chris is moving back into his home. His dog greets him. Um, I noticed that Chris had some nice landscaping. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if he lives in Boston, but it seemed like he had some space behind him or some trees. He's in Framingham. I don't know. He's a real, a real estate person. Why we say Framingham? (laughs) Guys, just for for reference, that's the college that Elijah went to, Framingham. (laughs) How close is it to actual Boston? <laughs> I think it's like 20, 25 minutes maybe or 30. Oh, it's totally possible. He, someone lives there then. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he's not framing him. Um, so Chris uh, FaceTimes his mom, who could not have been any bothered <laughs> to really have this conversation. Here we go. Um, mm. and Chris talks to his mom about, you know, pretty much the dissolution of their marriage and how she, you know, wasn't trying. And mom says that Alyssa just wanted her 15 minutes of fame. Ooh, she was, mom was coming for her. I think she clocked her at the wedding like, look, 
Was she there? I don't know. Maybe not though. Was she? I can't recall. Um, but then mom I can't says, imagine why she wouldn't be. But yeah, but then mom says that Alyssa was looking for reasons to get out of this, um, but she didn't want to look bad. Um, uh-huh. And then Chris says that he thinks it was just purely physical. Um, so I don't. That's really all I got from that conversation. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like they were in agreement. He kind of tells her about Alyssa being robbed and all the same things yeah. you just said. Um, he says he feels good about himself and how the way he's handled his marriage, and he's kind of ready for the next person. It's just disappointing that this Goodness. didn't turn into anything. Mm, that's unfortunate. Um, we see Katina meeting with her friend Ariana. This was a tough. This was tough to the last. I mean. <laughs> I think these people have good friends. I just want to be clear. Yeah. Except, yes. I think these people have good uh, people in their lives. Katina's friend Ariana comes over. Ariana is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and she she come. They sit down with some wine, and you know, Ariana's like, "So tell me about that that garter situation." Um, so throughout this whole conversation, she's trying to gauge the way Katina feels about what she's seen with Elijah Wong. Yeah, before she um, uh, gives her her... Um, yeah, so she's like, what do you think about that? Katina's like, it was a lot. Like, it was cute, but it was a lot. Like, Katina is stepping carefully with these questions. She is. She is. Um, we get a flashback, and I'm I'm not sure we saw that before. Maybe we did, but I was like, this is too much. It's, it's more than a lot. It's like too His much with him. His shirt was off. With him in this shirt, lifting up, <laughs> him like pumping like, on her. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, "Wow!" Strangers, y'all. Oh my god! Two I would have, I would have stepped. I, but the thing is, is that I would have, and I guess it's like you know, fight or flight, or freeze, <laughs> fight or freeze. Flight or freeze. <laughs> freeze. And so, like for me, like if something like I can't imagine, like my spouse of four hours. You know, performing magic mic for me with my grandma. First of all, I'd be mortified. <laughs> I would get Sir. up. Like, you gotta stop. Like we gotta <laughs> stop <Sir>. this. <laughs> Time out. We gotta pause. Pause the wedding. My goodness. Goodness, it was a lot. It, it was, was a, lot. a whole lot that he Jeez. was doing. Um, and so the other thing Katina says is that she's learned that or she learned at the wedding very quickly that she doesn't need to carry a conversation because Elijah mm-hmm. will just keep talking Goodness. <laughs> and Ariana's like yeah I noticed that he, he was talking like when they met they met with him um for like the brunch after the wedding day mm-hmm. and Ariana's like he was talking so much it was like he didn't want us to say anything like he didn't want us to ask him any questions um and if y'all remember at that same brunch Katina's friend the guy friend, him and Elijah are bumping heads because he was trying to talk and Elijah was trying to talk and Elijah didn't yeah. really want to hear what he had to say. Yeah, I think Elijah um, was just nervous. I hope so. I hope so. Um, but she brings up the fact that Katina is the first black woman that Elijah has dated. Well, been did in you a know seri- this? Been in a serious relationship. She said dated. Did she, you know this? No, she said serious relationship. She Katina, Katina said, said serious, serious relationship. relationship. Yeah, the friend said dated. So I, I don't know. Yeah, she had said dated, and Katina was like, "Well, let me clarify." Yeah, but she wanted to clarify. And this, then she said he's half black and he has a mohawk. I'm not really sure what the mohawk has anything to do with it. Um. <laughs> I mean, before right before that, there was this little flashback to him talking to the group and saying that he hasn't. He hasn't found a black woman that's attracted to him. Yeah, not that yeah. he's not attracted to them, 
but they're yeah. not attracted to him, which yeah. is this bullshit. Okay, let's talk about this because I've actually, I, I, I sat with this for a while. Um, and, mm. you know, we, and we did watch, you know, The Bachelor with um, the infamous Matt James. Um, mm. where he was, you know, a, a mixed man as well. Probably probably looks, you know, probably more black than Olajuwon or if anything in terms of um in terms of complexion. But as we recall, I don't think he said that he he had dated black women in the past as well, but had never had a serious relationship either. And so the reason why this isn't like crazy alarming to me is just given the region that he's in. Like, I'm not sure. One, I don't know how y'all do it up there in the Northeast. Like, I don't know. I don't know what Framingham is hidden like at the college level. I can probably guess it's not very diverse. Um, I don't know what his relationship is like with his dad's people, with his dad's side. I can't really tell. Most of his friends are, like, not black. (laughs) Um, And... Saying all that, I also think that he probably specified that he wanted a black woman to be on the show. Because if he hadn't, they would have did him like they did Ryan. Mm. So I think that he probably asked for a black woman. I don't think he's not attracted to Katina. I don't think he's not attracted to black women. But I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Like, he does come off very insecure. And I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I personally think him and Ariana would work. I, I oh, think no. She, no, they wouldn't. Yeah, like, I could see him not working with a lot of people, just white, black, otherwise. Yes, indeed. Indeed. He's a lot to deal with. Um, but especially because he's really insecure and needs his ego yes, stroke constantly. he's very insecure, which is why I think he's been, you know, probably with other women. <sighs> I don't know. I think Katina's trying to say, well, he's half Irish and he has a mohawk. That's an excuse. Um, yeah, it is. It's not like, the, that's not why people aren't saying he's not attractive. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, is he attractive? Are you, you know, attracted to him? It's the hairline that really bothers yeah, me. Yeah, it's the hairline. Well, honestly, it's, but it's an But I imagine he had things, a different hairline. Actually, no, even if he had one. At some one, point. He's, unfortunately you know i'm not attracted um hairline or not um again he just reeks of just desperation and just insecurity (laughs) um but i do think that i think that katina really likes him i think katina does as well which is good for for their marriage yeah because she and ariana they do a little back and forth for a minute about this yeah they start going back and forth because Ariana's like, do you not find that concerning? And Katina's like, it's not a concern right now because we've been, you know, together for 12 days. We've talked about it, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're doing fine. And Ariana's like, but there's, like, he's black. Like, does he know that he's black? I think that's what she's trying to say. Like, that's when we we were getting into some weird territory. I was like, okay, let's, okay, Ariana. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I feel like he knows he's black, and I I I agree that he reads black, but I, yeah, and I I don't believe, like, he's not attracted to black women, so I just, I don't know, something about it does seem odd, and maybe that's what Ariana was trying Mm -hmm. to say, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I feel like I've, I've been in, or I've heard, how do I say this? Again, I don't Gently. know if it's a regional thing, but, like, I have heard this before. 
and like I know that I know people who have been like, oh, I am his first like black girl or you know first black girl in a serious serious relationship. Yada yada yada. Again, and I don't know if it's regional. Yeah. I don't I don't know. But like this is not this is not alarming to me. What's alarming is if he had been like, I don't want to date a black woman. Or, like, I'm not attracted to black women. Like, I don't think that he said that because, again, they prayed to one of black women. So, like, this isn't – I'm not alarmed by that. I would be alarmed if he were just, like, I'm not attractive. Like, I'm Matt James, even though he claims he's attractive, but I don't believe him. If you dated a non-black person, would you be more alarmed if they said you're their first or they always date black women? Oof. Oof. Uh, I think I'd actually be more alarmed with they always date black women. Yeah, right? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, well, if I was your first, I'd be like, oh, okay. But if you were like, I always date black women, I'd be like... <laughs> yeah, I'd just be like, let's talk about that. And again, like, maybe once we talk about it, maybe we come to the conclusion that that's fine. But I feel like... But that's different with us because I feel like then that gets into, like, that, like, am I a fetish mm, yep. for you? Or, like, do you really just prefer black women? Which you could, might just prefer yeah so it really depends I mean, on the person <sighs> again lot, they were going back and forth <laughs> it's a lot to discuss. i think <laughs> i think she's a good friend she's trying to look out for katina she is but i don't i was like Woo, goodness i mean just from that brunch where they initially met him i don't think any of them had good vibes about him um no and i honestly i wish we could have seen more of that because they looked i was uh, I think Elijah Wan is crazy insecure. And so I think that that brunch was probably crazy stressful for him. I'm not trying to give mm. him an out here, but like just seeing their faces when he was talking to them, like I feel like he probably came in on the defensive because later on in the episode, it seemed like he was very like, it just seemed like he's very uncomfortable. Like when people, when he knows that like people are like, looking at him sideways i think he like yeah sinks in and it's just like i gotta defend myself and again i don't know if that's ch- childhood trauma you know we'll never know but um what i got from the scene is that katina really likes elajuan and she's trying yeah, to she was him. really defending him i was like girl. i was like all right girl good for you okay you, know you do you doing. girl um Everyone is now getting ready for their housewarmings. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like a little brief montage that we will have another brief montage of. Yeah. I did notice later in this little montage that Elajawan and Katina were driving, I guess, to get some food. And Elajawan's demeanor was like probably the calmest I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, maybe he just woke up or Yeah, he like, he tired. just seemed super chill. He was like, yeah, we're about to go. And I was like, is this Elijah? Like, he just seemed super chill. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, More I'm really that. rude. I'm just, I'm rooting for my man here. Like, I just, I just want us all to be well. Um, and then Jasmina and Mike were getting fresh fish. Oh, I wish I could be at that market. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That just, just seemed so great. Um, and then, uh, do you want to take us into Alyssa and Caitlin? Man, okay, y'all. So Alyssa goes to meet up with her Great. apparently best friend Caitlin, who couldn't make the wedding. Right. Um, <laughs> not that she's not no a best friend because she couldn't make the wedding, but uh, I guess Caitlin had her life going on prior like, to Alyssa getting married, which I, I don't blame you, girl. It's a sham wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so this is the first time Caitlin's getting to hear all about what's going on with the marriage. So <clears throat> Alyssa's here with her um, regular Alyssa demeanor. And Caitlin starts asking, you know, the kinds of questions a reasonable friend would ask. Like, did you guys ever have a chance to have deeper conversations about, you know, goals and dreams and stuff like that? And Alyssa's like, well... We never actually had any of those conversations and we were on a really small resort. And so if he wanted to speak to me, he could have easily found me. Everyone knew where I was. Goodness. We get the flashbacks of her saying, can you tell him not to come over here? Of them trying to say, do you want to talk to him? And her blatantly refusing. Her saying, saying, I hate that she him. Hates him. <laughs> yeah. Like, Gosh. so... Um, as she's telling Caitlin about the divorce, she's like, it was not my decision. I was in the place where I, you know, I really wanted to be here. And da, da, da. this is all like just super manipulative because she's painting a completely inaccurate picture yeah. and having like garnering sympathy from Caitlin and poor Caitlin doesn't know the difference. Poor Caitlin's like, well, yeah, I, I can see why things would be. Yeah. It sounds like he just really isn't a good guy. Um, and Alyssa goes on to say she didn't feel any effort from Chris. We get another flashback of him sitting every time he has sat down with her, of him validating her and telling, like, trying to work with her and see where she's coming from. Ooh. Um, Caitlin then says, um, okay, yeah, I was wondering because I know there's been some times when you've been too hard on people, and I was like, ooh, this sounds like a pattern. Um, after this little sit-down production, ask Alyssa what's next for her. She says her next plan is to maybe pack up all her stuff and move to Texas so she'll get a cowboy. But she's going to consult with her psychic before. Mm. Well, go to Dallas. Don't come here. Good God. Don't come here. Please. Anywhere Please but here. Anywhere near where we are. Um, <clears throat> so then we transition into Jasmina and her friend. Um, I didn't get her name. Sam. Sam. Interesting friend, Sam. Um, so they're <laughs> Sam chatting. has been with her fiance for eight years, Jasmina tells us. And so yeah. she feels like that's why she'd be a good person to talk to. Talk to. <laughs> and she also says, Pastor Ooh. Cal helped them with not building tension, but didn't help their communication. So that's why she's talking to Sam. Go ahead. Um, and that's why I was just like, I don't really know if Sam's the girl to chat with, Jasmina, to be perfectly frank. <laughs> Um, but Jasmina is explaining the situation with Michael. She's saying that, you know, their communication has not been the best. Uh, Sam says that, you know, communication comes from communication. So the more you do it, the better you're at it. Wow. Just so, such profound wisdom and language from Sam. Um, I mean, from Sam's point of view, like, just, if they're not talking, you're not going to improve anything. So you do yes. have to communicate to communicate, but whatever. Yeah. And then Sam is saying something that I thought was very interesting. She says that more conflicts will arise. That's just having a relationship with others. But if you flash back to like three episodes ago, Jasmina said that just because you don't know each other doesn't mean you'll have conflict. Do you recall that? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. It, I mean, Jasmina's point of view is always interesting i think yeah so jasmina says that when mike thinks he's right like he just thinks he's right and he can't see anything else 
And then Sam said that that's just how you are, Jasmina. So basically what I'm getting is that Jasmina and Michael are both extremely stubborn and like are not willing to bend. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, because even when Sam tells awful. her that, she's like, well, I no, I'm not. Know. I was like, girl, <laughs> you can't be, you not in 2022. Like you can't, you, you can't be this yeah. self-aware. That's not so cute. she's like, you know, you can't. Uh, Jasmina says she can admit when she's wrong. Sam's like, well, it's not very often. There's another back and forth between these people. Oh, goodness. Um, and Jasmina's like, well, I'm not wrong often. And I was like, this is. That is so <laughs> This isn't awful good. Uh, yeah. The other thing Jasmina had touched on was saying that he used a tone with her. And Sam was like, you don't like a tone. And so it sounds mm. like Sam has. This relationship. Goodness, it sounds like Jasmina them. is not. I don't know, y'all. I don't know about Jasmina. I'm not sure if she's a nice person. Yeah, it seems like although she's maintained her friendship with Sam, Sam is like she's not feeding into. She's letting Jasmina live in Jasmina's world. Michael is not. Right. So, it's it's gonna be tough for our friend Jasmina as she learns that she's not who she thought she was. Yeah. But what can you do, you know? What can you say? Um, did you have other thoughts on Sam? I did not. <laughs> Jasmina, okay. I don't know. I don't know about Jasmina. I'll just keep it yeah. at that. Um, we are finally on day 13, which is when we start preparing for the housewarmings. It looks like Katina and Olajuwon have some kind of masquerade theme going on. <laughs> Noi and Steve got ring pops because part of the wedding um jasmina and michael are doing tacos which is why they went to the seafood market i thought they got lobster and shrimp i think i think maybe he was just holding the lobsters maybe they got Um, salmon and shrimp maybe and i can't imagine if they had the budget for lobster tacos I don't know why he would be touching lobsters if you're not buying them. Yeah, that that's was why nuts. I was confused. I mean, I don't um, know. Maybe they let them. Maybe they're, I don't know. Maybe they got the for dinner for just the two of them. You know, <laughs> not to chop up and put into tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Lindsay and Mark. They are, Lindsay's putting a shark on the wall, an inflatable shark. And they're going to do pizza. Um, kind of like a, everybody will make their own and they'll try each other's kind of thing um so mark looks a little terrified as we get ready to go into this housewarming um lindsay seems like has planned everything so mark wouldn't have to do anything and she just does this all the time it's just like running over top of people i'll do it i'll do it yeah even with her like calling about his mom like goodness he he knows his mom hasn't been to the doctor in a year and instead of maybe offering to do it or um asking him if like like coaching him on how to do it mm-hmm. she i'm sure she just like called and was like well i'm her daughter-in-law and this you know no i would hope not <sighs> Lindsay. no Lindsay. that is i'm sure nice. Lindsay did what she needed to do to get some motion <laughs> going tough. there i mean no but okay You're, you have a point goodness gracious she probably did that i don't think he asked her to do that um she planned a game called Mayor Madness, which is Mark's last name. Oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. The, I was like, what's Mayor? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's his last name. So it's some stupid game with some rules. They have some <laughs> trivia cards. It's nothing, like, relevant to anything. It's just, like, random-ass trivia. 
Um, we see people making pizza on the island. I'm a little disturbed because I'm at this point, I'm like, where are these five cats at that they're like rolling dough? Like, you know, Ugh. The thing about people with cats. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if y'all have cats. Cats aren't bad, but cats don't have any respect for any surface. Um, and so, you know, I've seen cats on top of refrigerators, on counters, on tables. And I'm sure that they've wiped this counter off before they started making pizza on it. But it's just in my, like, five cats, five times the amount of cat hair, cat piss. Like, I just. Okay, I. I, I, I can't hear this anymore. I'm disturbed. <laughs> I'm um, disturbed as well. <laughs> um, anywho, so they're each talking to each other's friends. Mark is asking for help from her friends, and he's not like, so what should I know? At this point, he's like, help what me. do I need to do? Because she's, <laughs> she's out of control. <laughs> she's out of control. What do I do? He's wanting, like, actual support instead of more just, like, general conversation that we've seen with some of these couples. Um, her friends encourage him to tell her how it makes him feel when she's oversharing or being inappropriate and things like that. Uh, she speaks with his friends, you know, about things she should know about him. And they're kind of like, well, it's, if you guys weren't married, you know, I warned you that he'd probably like come into your life and then like never, never leave. He'd probably just, you know, move in and be very settled. And, Lindsay made some kind of comment about him choosing people, but them never choosing him. Yes. Yeah. She's really, I don't know. A lot of these comments are like very mean. She, I don't think she has any respect for anyone because she overshares his business with us all the fucking time. Yes. She, she overshares inappropriate, you know, on her own. And Things then she's we like, don't need to hear. Yeah, and then she's like all she's like always talking shit or like he said busting balls, but I think busting balls is putting it nicely. She's just being mean. Yeah, she is just being really mean. Um, she's which not is, a nice person. Yeah, it's it's not good with them. Um, yeah, we go from them to annoying Steve. What are annoying mm-hmm. Steve doing? So they are preparing homemade dishes for both of their cultures. Um, their food looks great. It does. Um, it looked so good, so authentic. I was like, oh, I want some. Um, I saw him doing a little bit of sweeping and cleaning. I like Steve. <laughs> um, Steve has his head on right. Even Steve, though he's a vagabond. Yeah, even though he's a vagabond. Right. I, 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 I like Steve a lot. Um, so we get a flashback of, you know, apparently they both got each other very similar gifts um, before the wedding. Um, he got her a scrapbook. And she got him a couple's memory journal. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was very cute. Um, I ordered one right Aww, after that scene. So <laughs> I was like, I want a scrapbook. Also, I noticed I was I had it on live, and they were showing, like, this little pop-up at the bottom of the screen that would say, do you want this outfit? It was, like, Olajuwon's outfit or, like, Mark's oh, outfit. Very is strange. Is this Dr. Riviana I don't know, style but, page? No, her and her Shein and her – see, let me stop. <laughs> Um, so then, um, so the, the, the friends come in, they're all very excited to be there. One of Noi's friends asks, is Sushi, is Sushi going to be a sibling soon? Jesus. They just this name. met These... two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. Her friends are on her page. Goodness. So then they start talking about how Noi has a hard three limit for children. 
And so her friends ask, well, what's your hard three, basically? Like, what's his, you know, thing that he won't be flexible about? And he says that he doesn't have a problem with the three. He has a problem with the flexibility or the non-flexibility and the no open-mindedness. I was like, is that, a, is that, a, is that shade? Um, but Probably. <laughs> that's hard. He's a vagabond. She's. Yeah. yeah. So um, he says that he lives his life on the cuff. Is it on the cuff or off the cuff? I think off the cuff. I thought it was off the cuff, too. Um, he says, whatever happens, happens, and anything is possible for him. Um, they asked Steve, what does the future look like? And he says that, you know, the kids thing is very important to him, like having a family and having children. Um, Noi, you know, speaking with his friends or her friend, I don't know, someone's friends. And she says that she has concerns, that she's never been the type of person who didn't not work. And she thinks long term and, you know, having kids, you know, you have to be able to feed them. And she says it's alarming for her that he has a really vast network and everyone's hiring, but he's making a choice of not being employed. And so her friends say that Noy's family struggled financially her whole life, but Noy doesn't want to be primarily responsible for the finances. And so Steve says that it wouldn't get to that point. He just wants to figure out another way. He says that it's hard when the person you are with has doubts about you and doesn't believe in you. And he's very adventurous, but trustworthy, and he can take care of all of their needs and still work like he wants to work. I mean, hey, if you were to tell me that, I'd be like, okay, well, yeah. you said it, you committed to it. I mean, um, I feel like he was very clear in saying, like, look, like, you won't want. He's a very clear person. Yeah, like, he's a very good communicator. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated him saying, like, look, it really hurts my feelings if the person that I'm with doesn't believe in me. Yeah. So that's why I was like, maybe they have had these conversations where he's like, look, I've got the savings. I can work whenever I'm ready. Just let yeah. me do it in my own terms. And she's just like, I don't believe you. I don't think she doesn't believe. I think she just can't see it. Like, how could that even be possible? Like, coming from her life, like, mm. Mm. I, I have a hard time trusting it, like the situation, not necessarily. I don't think if it was anybody, she'd feel the same. Right. Um, well, I mean, you know, what you going to do? Like, you can't be crossing over bodies of water to meet men, you know, from in the UK forever. Those were working men who had to take time <laughs> off to spend with to Clock in, clock in and clock out. If that's what you want, goodness, I can get you a lot of people in my hometown. Goodness. They did have a cute moment at the five. start of this <laughs> They had a cute moment at the start of the scene talking about, um, I think he asked her, you know, did you grow up eating chicken feet with your family? And they both agreed that they had. And they're like, when did you find out it was weird and that other people <laughs> weren't doing it? That was funny. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cute. It's like, you know, the shared commonality, especially with her. Her talking about her childhood, you know, could potentially mm-hmm. be triggering. Yeah. So I'm glad they were able to, you know, bond a little bit over um, over, over there with there. their cultural food. Yeah. And I think she made this papaya salad that looked really oh, good. Did you see her so like shaving that thing? Like, good. She was get, I was like, yes, papaya salad. <laughs> I was like, let me find a recipe, man. Right? They had they had <sighs> all the food. I was like, and then that's why when we transitioned over to this next scene, I was like, ew. <laughs> and their food was homemade, Gross. y'all. Both of them, <laughs> both of them got in the thing. I did see Noah doing something a little, she was being a little bit weird with her, uh, chopping skills but yeah, we'll get it was all homemade <laughs> food um it looks like they put a lot of time and effort into it which was Indeed. really good they were even running behind so mm-hmm. good good job Love them it. and then you're talking about jasmine and michael's food 
Oh, I thought that was Katina. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I have some thoughts about their food too. But sorry. Okay, yeah. So Jasmina, I thought that's what I you were talking even, about. Yeah, I didn't even see Jasmina's food. They said they were supposed to have tacos. I didn't see not one. I didn't see no, taco. not one person eat a taco. Michael was making no a drink. Food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but their scene. This was very interesting. So he's uh, pouring some alcohol. What was he pouring? Was that tequila? I couldn't tell. If I don't know was, what he was, was doing. Cheap on a, tequila at that because I was like, I've never from. seen this bottle before in my life. Um, yeah, I couldn't recognize the bottle. That wasn't easily identifiable. Yeah, so I was like, ew, this is probably cheap. Um, but Katina, I mean Katina, Jasmina was like, please don't put that whole thing. I guess he was gonna just keep adding. I don't know. You got to work from a recipe. You can't just be pouring alcohol into a mixture. <laughs> I mean, like we just, I don't know what's happening here. Um, so. Her friends come in, and his sister comes in. Um, they start talking about games that they're about to start playing. Um, Jasmine and Michael are both very competitive, um, but um, they're very excited to start playing these games. Um, they start playing charades. Uh, it seemed like a very basic charades game. Um, yeah, they didn't have games did, apparently yeah so. did they have to were they just thinking the things they, they weren't going off the cards they didn't have they didn't have a game oh they didn't have anything i know like jasmina said she had uh bts uno because y'all know she's a bts girl That's so, but okay overall they didn't have like an actual oh game. okay well that and explains so, a lot yeah michael was like well we can play charades that's the only thing we can play because we don't that's the only game oh, possible okay we can play. because the things weren't very difficult it was like they were just acting out <laughs> shit and i was like what the fuck is they could have like gone on their phones yes they have some something. great games where you put the phone up and you have to like act out like charades you could have just did it on that yeah this was very much like Mm-mm. i didn't like it basic I was like, yeah, I don't care, clearly. <laughs> yeah, um, but they did it. It seemed like they had fun, so it's their party, not mine. So Jasmina and his sister Claire go and take a tour of the apartment. Um, Jasmina tells her that she, when they first got to the apartment, Mike thought that he was supposed to sleep on all the pillows on, like, the the bed. And so he just laid on top of all the pillows, and she was just I like, thought these, that are, was funny. these are decorative. That was hysterical. Like, I what? Mean, <laughs> the boy hasn't been nowhere, y'all. That's what that boiled down to. He, I was like, this poor man. He laid down on all the pillows. I'm trying to figure out how least, he laid down. Did he not pull the comforter back? He just laid on the bed? There were at least 12 pillows on that bed. That is so cute. I was like, how can you not love that? You're like, you ain't never been nowhere. You're just a simple, simple man. Um, (laughs) Doesn't know what's happening. So then Jasmina says that, I don't know, it felt like I, Jasmina says that she likes Mike and he's very sweet and very kind and is a gentleman. Was was this news Mm -hmm. to you? Was this news to you, Jay? I think this was news to everybody. Michael doesn't even know this. So. <laughs> yeah, because Claire says, wow, Mike definitely doesn't know this. She said that Mike doesn't think that you like him. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I hate that. You know, I've made him feel that way, but I just didn't want to say nice things to someone who puts me like in a negative space. And she was oh annoyed with goodness. him during the honeymoon. Okay, let's stop right here. How are you just going to lie to this, this man's sister like this? Like, just lie, bold face lies to her face. 
Jasmina's a good person. Uh, <laughs> Jasmina she... wants to be a good person. I I'm just gonna lie. Like this was insane. Like there. Like, do you think she feels this way? He's a gentleman. He's kind. He's sweet. She likes him. She's never told us that. I'm wondering. Like, okay. So at this point, I was like. How many of those drinks did she have? Because she seems Girl. to be in a totally different headspace about him. Indeed. And maybe like with these drinks and her, she has her friends. Maybe she feels more comfortable. So maybe she's like, yeah, this is how I really, like, I really do like him. I'm just being an asshole. But, right. Basically. Like, I'm not going to say nice things if he's making me Yeah. Mad. I'm, like, I'm wondering okay. if she really does feel that way. Because even when they were prepping the food and he was, he was making the drinks and she was like cutting up the garnishes to look like. And he brought up, you know, how tense would it be if Pastor Cal never came? Like, could you imagine us trying to do this? And she, like, holds up the knife and she's like, huh? And, like, makes a joke. And well, I was like, okay, yeah. so they have a little banter. I don't know. She's She comes and goes. Like, I don't. She comes and goes with herself, too. It's yes. not just Like, I, I don't know. So, I don't know. I, I just didn't know how I felt about that. It just felt very, like, I, again, she could have been drunk. Maybe that's maybe she was a little tipsy, but I was just like, oh, you've never told us in a in a diary cam or in a confessional that you liked him. Mm. Like she hasn't yeah. said that. So that's why I was completely caught off guard. Um, I can totally see why. I, I just didn't understand what was happening. So then Michael tells her friends that he doesn't know what to do um, or how to like maneuver when they're having times of conflict and her friends say, don't default to just giving her space or time, be patient and listen to her, ask her where do things go wrong because she can go back and forth all day. Mm. So it sounds like Jasmina is very immature and very petty. Yeah, man. That's I think that about sums it up. That's a tough friend to have. Like, because her friend made a, she gave like a little example about how like she and Jasmina will get mad at each other, but by the end of it, they won't know why they're mad because they just go back and forth. Like Jasmina just goes back and forth. Like she can go back and forth yeah. all day. And I'm like, that is so immature. Yeah, it is. I mean, Jasmina has a lot of growth that Listen, she needs that's to. crazy. Yeah. Like, I think that that she is scooching by because she's so pretty, but, like, man, behind this this prettiness is, like, not not some good things. Um, It's it's not bad. It's not good. It's pretty um, damaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, indeed. For her, but um, did you already cover the part where Michael's sister was saying that he's really open and he's giving it everything? No, I didn't even hear that. No, I, I didn't cover that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, after, I think it was after he was trying to figure out how to, like, get back in her good graces. Oh. Um, but yeah, his sister is telling Jasmina that, you know, he's, he's trying, he's really, really trying, and he really wants, you know, to have this be successful. I believe you. Which I thought I was do. good. Yeah, too bad he's with the, mm-hmm. uh, We transitioned to Katina and Olajuwon. Olajuwon shows up with a big bag katinas and another one of these two-piece outfits <sighs> and um apparently he got chicken <laughs> catering catering chicken like you would get from from Publix or wherever your local grocery store is i, I, grocery I was gonna say popeyes but then i was like i'm not even gonna actually know because that would be elevating so i don't even think i think this might chicken. be grocery store chicken that's disgusting um, <laughs> I think 
grocery, depending on the grocery store, I don't know what kind of grocery stores I have in Boston, but. Well, I know they don't have H-E-B brisket. I know that's for sure. So if it's not H-E-B brisket, (laughs) then like, please don't, don't bring it up in here. That chicken looks so fucking dry. I was like, this is a disgrace. True. It didn't look good, but I'm not counting out all the grocery stores that believe to make chicken. And then it didn't even look hot. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm sure you like place the order and then the food. They probably it's probably one of those things you have to heat up on your own. But I don't know because she put it on like a platter that wasn't going in the oven. Yeah, so I'm not sure. It was annoying, Steve's. No, it was not food. Um, and he said he got fifty pieces of chicken. Yeah, he got fifty for for six people. But I didn't see any other slides. I saw like M and M's, and then like like what did they eat with? I don't know. Production probably felt like it was best if we didn't know because there was nothing oh good coming out of that. Oh my god, I can't um, even imagine. It was just make it was just giving me so much anxiety. He says that she fits in well with his family. He's like she's a Dickerson, um, whatever, whatever. He's gushing about her as always. Um, she speaks to her friends and tells them like they haven't been intimate yet. Her friends seem disappointed. Like, girl, you need some dick. What's going on? Which was interesting because didn't Katina say that she's very like vanilla basically and just likes regular sex? I'm like, so. I feel like when they were at the wedding though, her friends were talking about sex too. So I'm not quite like, seems like they want to have sex more than she's wanting to have sex. I think they want to have sex. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they're like tell us what's up girl what it seems like yeah yeah it's it's touch and go because even as they're talking about katina still is like well yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> right i'm like oh. Do you, she seems fine with it actually they decide they need to talk to elijah and figure out why he's not dicking her down and so Gross. they call him over um and oh Stop paying attention. They called him over. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't directly ask the question. They started talking about other stuff. So I was like, okay, girl. But do you have details on the conversation? Yeah. So this, so yeah. So Kara and Nikki are the friends and they have like a little confessional outside. And so they say that when they met Olajuwon, they didn't like him, but they want to ensure that he is just as invested in this relationship as Katina is. And so... Olajuwon says that he really wants an emotional connection with her and that he says that Katina is extremely patient and he wants her to open up more and let her heart shine through. Mm. He always be speaking that Pinterest talk. Um, <laughs> and that's actually all I got from that, actually. Okay. So not I believe there. you. I would have believed anything you told me <laughs> from that scene. Uh, <laughs> you want to take us into Steve Cam? Yes. So Steve, man, poor, my poor baby Steve. Um, Steve tells us that he, that Noi offered to cook him dinner for the first time, uh, cause apparently he's been cooking off the meals, I guess, since he's a vagabond. And so she apparently put out her, gl- her gluten-free noodles and he took a pot of water out to put on his regular noodles. That way when she cooks for him, he'll have his regular noodles and then she'll have her gluten-free noodles. So then he threw on a pot of water. And then he left the room. So then he comes back and her noodles were already like ready in her pot, but his weren't in the pot. So then he was like, okay, um, why didn't you like check on my noodles? And she was like, don't complain. So then he puts his noodles in the pot, comes back to check on them again, and they are overcooked. 
So then he's like, hey, my noodles are overcooked. And she says, I can't even have your noodles. And he says, but you can still check on them, though. So then he, like, kind of taps her on the booty or whatever. And then she, all of a sudden, I get just got mad. And then she puts her backpack on and takes her dog and says, fuck this, and then leaves. So then he mm. says that he's been texting her and she's not answering. And he's just like, I would apologize, but, you know, she won't reach me. And I don't really understand, like, why she's so upset about the noodles. Yeah, that was a... Um... That was so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she... It does, and honestly, it doesn't even it doesn't even make any sense, honestly. Yeah, I can't remember if you said this, but the way Steve says it, she offered to cook because yes. he's been doing all the cooking because right. he's not working, I guess. Right. So he's been cooking most of the food. So I'm I was a little confused, like when she offered to cook, why did he even have to put a pot of water? Yes, like why on? did he even have to do his noodles? Like that's why I was like, was she? I was so confused because even if he had come out and put out his noodles, I'd be like, okay, great. Like, this is what I'll use for your food. And then I'll use the gluten-free noodles for mine. Yeah. But she just didn't even touch them. So then she's like, oh, well, I can't have your noodles. But you're not cooking. You're cooking for him. Yes. Cooking for the both of them. I'm, I right. imagine you're it's not that much them. difficult to, like, have two, you know, you have four eyes on the stove. You have I mean, it's, we, we you know have it's not two kinds difficult. of noodles. Like, you just, so, I don't even understand the situation. I don't know. Here. Like, I've never made, like, gluten-free pasta. I don't know how difficult it is. I imagine not very. It's not. But it's the same thing, Jade. Literally I, the same. I also, <laughs> like, if I think, I, if I was in noise position, I would have been annoyed that he kept coming out of the room. Like, just let me do it. Instead of, like, oh, now I need to put, like, he's doing, he's, like, said she can cook but he's not letting her just do it and i guess it would have been if he wouldn't have involved himself in it it could have possibly all been done and maybe the food would have been on a plate um maybe the noodles would have been overcooked but she would have they wouldn't have had like the back and forth interaction that they have but him coming out i think is a little micromanagey of like what about my noodles did you check on like mine like I see what he's saying. Like, she should have been doing both. But yeah. because she's the one cooking, I would have let her figure it out. Like, if you're got, if you eating your food and you're still cooking mine, like, then I would have addressed it, you know? Um, That's interesting. Or I would have been like, oh, did you, like, when did you check on my noodles? Because he's, like, even, like, he's checking, the, pulling noodles out, knowing they're overcooked. Like, it's, I feel like that would bother well, me. But I guess my thing is, okay, well, let's communicate then. Like, don't just uh-huh. storm off and leave the fucking apartment. Like, can you just say, yeah. I got it, babe. I got your noodles. Go sit down. Don't come out until I tell you to. Like, it's just yeah. two sentences instead of this, like, skulking around the kitchen and, like, fuck that. Like, it just felt so, like, it just felt so immature. Yeah, I mean, with her and this this noodle thing, I I don't know even know what what we were doing with the noodles at this point. It's probably and gonna be we don't find great. out. It's probably gonna be some good food. Now it's not because you know the noodles. Because attitudes. <laughs> but at the same, like if you if he would have put the pot of water on and went into the room, I wouldn't assume that he's come back. I'd be like, okay, he's gonna take a nap, gonna take a shower, gonna play a game, gonna do something. Like I wouldn't expect you to come back out and be like. Why aren't my noodles on? But then he came out and the noodles were overcooked. So it's like she wasn't even checking them. So it's good thing he came out. I don't know what she was doing. He's still. (laughs) It's a good thing. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like she could have got rid of that pot of noodles and made a new. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these ladies, but like, man, it's it's some personality. We all need to take a step back. Take a step back, y'all. Because now she's mad and she's not responding. 
we see briefly Katina brought some groceries. It looks like she's getting them out of an Uber or something. I'm not really sure. But Elijah <laughs> comes to help her get the groceries, and he says he has a surprise for her. And apparently he cut his hair, uh, which is something she thought would be good. She says it looks so. good. And it looks better, I suppose, but the hairline is still pretty far back for me. I just thought I, it was I, sweet I, that, like, he was just like, yeah, I cut my hair because he said he wanted, like, Michael B. Jordan. And, like, when they embraced, Oh, yeah, like, he did say that. It actually looked like a really, like, genuine embrace. Like, yeah, it looked like she really was happy because he was like, do you like it? Well, and the fact <laughs> that, like, like yeah. he cut her hair for her, like, yeah, that's kind of, you're in it now. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's just kind of still confusing that they haven't had, I mean. I mean, they, they better be headed that path. <laughs> I mean, the man you gotta, just cut off all his hair. You know how men are about their hair. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I that think was, she would give him some, she, but he's like, so. "No, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't trust was, myself." That was crazy. Goodness, he can't trust himself right now. So okay, he's well. refraining. Um, that was all for them. Back yeah. to this other situation going on. Noodlegate or noodles? <sighs> it's, this is <laughs> when you think about like your first fight with your person. This, this I would hope it's it not is. like noodles. Noodles. We couldn't get together over some noodles. We had to. The noodles were overcooked, and then I left the apartment. And then didn't come back for a day. He was scolding me about the noodles, and I couldn't handle it. I left, got out of there. Okay. Um, yeah. So from them, we hear she spent the night elsewhere, uh, which apparently was her house. Mm-hmm. She returns. They still haven't spoken. He like sits her down on the couch and gives her a stern. <laughs> I'm about to love. He sits her down the couch, gives her a stern talking to. And the way he communicates, I was like, this is really, this is really clear. You know, this, he's really. But tell us what she did because she's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So he sits her down the couch and he starts, you know, talking about the last 24 hours. He, he's been building this because he hasn't, she hasn't said shit to him. Let him tell it. She posted on social media, and he's like, was that about this situation? And she was like, well, yeah. And so um, here's what she posted, y'all. I did get this part verbatim and maybe some other things later on in the episode, but this part I got verbatim because it was written. Mm -hmm. Um, She said, learning to say, nah, this just isn't good enough will enhance your life greatly. You're allowed to say this is simply not enough for me. You're allowed to have a vision for yourself, your life, your relationships, and refuse to settle for anything less say no often then she had like some heart emojis yeah that was that so, was not good i know and he's like do you know how many of my family members follow you right now and now they're gonna come to me and be like what's going on and like Very he really like let Very her have it if i was her i wouldn't make him mad again he really got her together with some facts like he what are did. you doing he did a really good job and he never I, like at once he never elevated his tone like he kept nope. it very mellow and was just like very chill everyone can learn from steve because i think she felt really embarrassed i felt embarrassed for her i was like girl <laughs> I was this is like, not you're a good so, look you're such a child like he just really scolded <sighs> her he did but it was like truthful like you know Mary. we are married you cannot do this this is not he said this is not acceptable at one point um and she's like well this is the first time i cooked for you and it was off-putting i felt like it was rude and this isn't the first time comments are made and he's like it's not acceptable to not communicate it's just not 
And I was like, well, well, Steve, what else is there to say? Yeah, what, I mean, what you else? Really told her. That's why I was just like, I don't. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I so... thought this was a great example of uh, <laughs> just, you know, how to address something with your partner. And I don't, I'm, I, don't I think she could have taken it worse. I think she responded well to it as well as she could. I feel like this approach probably, I don't know if this will work with somebody like Jasmina because she's a little bit in denial. Um, but I'm glad it worked with Noi. I think there's hope for them throughout this. Yeah. So then, <laughs> I don't know. Noi is, Noi, I need you to it, get it together. Um, you know, if she wants those babies, she gonna start communicating. So then we get to our final scene. Everyone is at the bowling alley. Oh, um, man. This is the final scene? Yes, it was. I have like three whole bullets on this scene. I have a lot of information about this whole Yeah, because we started with fiasco. Chris telling us we're going bowling. Yeah. Yes, and then um, everybody's like, we're excited, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So everyone's excited take to, to go bowling, see all the other couples, apparently. Um, they all get there eating what looks like to be some extremely disgusting pizza. Um, bowling alley pizza. Jasmina and Mark have both apparently been in bowling leagues. Uh, Mark says that he has a trophy. Um, Noi says in her confessional that she's still upset, but sometimes you have to put on a good face. Girl, what are you upset about? Because you got, never mind. Uh, Steve says that, you know, they're usually, apparently for the past two weeks, they've been like the shining couple or whatever, or the people to look up to. But he says that, you know, even they have their own issues and they just don't talk about their problems in front of the other couples. Um, so they're all kind of gathering around and Katina says, uh, which I guess was provoked by production. Where is Alyssa and Chris? And they're just like, Oh, I don't know. Where are they? Where are they? It's crazy. I haven't seen them since the honeymoon, blah, blah, blah. Lindsay tells us that Mark had a taco for the first time the other day. I'm just going to let that sink in. Um, yeah, so she just wants to tell everyone that Mark mm. had a taco for the first day. I really don't think we needed to know this or, you know, kind of single him out like this. This is, again, her, like, <laughs> putting him out on Front Street. Yes. Like, girl, leave this man alone. Like, just leave, <laughs> let him be. So they're just like, oh, my God, Mark, you never had Yeah, oh she's, God. like, trying to embarrass him. I'm like, do we need to do this? Um, so then we get a little I don't know how that happened, but. Yeah, I don't even know how we got there. Apparently in Boston. So then um, Katina is giving, like, a little, um, like talking head with Olajuwon and she says that Lindsay is always being very inappropriate you need to read the room nobody cares and Olajuwon just nods um so then somehow they get into a conversation about the toilet seat um and Jasmina is saying that she's oh Katina fallen. says Olajuwon oh yeah always Olajuwon puts always puts the toilet seat down um mm-hmm. which yeah I didn't know that was crazy um, so then everyone starts talking about how their significant other does or doesn't put the toilet seat down. And so that's like a whole conversation. Um, Lindsay starts trying to like dominate the whole conversation being a nurse, a nurse or whatever. And Jasmina says, can Steve finish his question first? And then, you know, so we can get everyone's opinion. Steve says it's sanitary, it's unsanitary, but also putting it down because a female is going to use it next. Katina says that she doesn't want to fall in. Lindsay says that her first talk is poop spray um, because of the toilet seat being up, and she says poop spray in the air is funky. (sighs) 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the key gross. takeaways from this, there's one conversation happening. Katina starts talking about give, trying to give Olajuwon some credit. Mm-hmm. Noi, still focused on Katina, is like, can't relate. But her, then we see Lindsay lean into Mark saying, like, you only... Uh, you have toilet seat up action like 30% of the time or something. So she's in her whole other world. And as the conversation is progressing with everyone else, Steve is trying to gauge what people think, whatever. And she totally cuts him off, stands up out of her seat. And it's like, as the nurse and as the safety officer, there is bacteria. And Jasmine is trying to wrangle this lady from the other side of the room. Like, you know, and Mark is probably just, I didn't see what he was doing, but I can imagine he's embarrassed because she's doing the exact same shit that yeah. he said embarrasses him. It's, it's a mess. Well, and it's honestly, a like, mess. I don't, I feel like rolling, I feel like everyone has a different version of like rolling your eyes or whatever, because like, if I just look crazy, that's not rolling my eyes. Like if you say something nuts and like my eyes like kind of go like, you know, they're not rolling. If your eyes move. Yes. But they're no. not, I'm not rolling my eyes. Or maybe, like, they just move, and I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't necessarily think that's rolling my eyes. But also, if you're going to call me out about it, see. Okay, we didn't get there yet. We didn't get there yet. So, well, And I guess because I'm just, I, it's coming, and I'm just furious. Because okay. it's coming. Alyssa and, and Chris join the group. Let me get you there. Get Alyssa there, and Chris please. join the group. And um, separately, of course. You know, they walk upstairs separately, but come in together because production um this is the first time everyone has seen them since the honeymoon someone in the group asked you know how did it go with pastor cow alajuan says i've learned not to talk at katina and i need to be like more gentle because that's my wife something like that katina's like yeah and there was no be- no feedback from me none at all Lindsay to herself but out loud says well that says a lot um, while everyone else is like, well, Katina, yeah, you're the best. Like, you're great. Why would there be any feedback about you? Um, Jasmina says, Pastor Cal ripped them a new asshole. Um, a lot of ripping and whipping. A lot of descriptive language. <laughs> a lot of imagery. Um, <laughs> and Lindsay, at, for some reason, just opens up her mouth and she's like, you can't have intimacy um, unless you've had conflict with someone first. And Katina looks confused, like, what does that have to do with anything? And then... Yes, and then Lindsay says, why are you rolling your eyes at me? Um, or, like, she says, I think she says, why are you rolling your eyes? Or, like, why are you rolling your eyes like that or something? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. then Katina says, look, I'm not fighting with you on camera anymore, so stay over there. Yeah, she's like, um, why are you talking to me? Yeah, and then Mark <laughs> says, just leave her alone. And then Lindsay's like, but she's rolling her eyes. And so that's why, like, this is so triggering to me, you guys, if you may have noticed. Because it's like, just because you say something and I react with my eyes, <laughs> because my eyes are open, because I'm alive, doesn't mean that I'm rolling my eyes. But also, what I probably I- am rolling my eyes, truthfully, but like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, my God. What are you going to do about it? Like, even when she called her out, when she's like, why are you rolling your eyes? I would have been like, what are you going to do? What are you going to come over here and do? But then she can't do that because Katina's on a reality TV show. 
And she can't come off like that on reality TV show because she's mm-hmm. a black woman. So because as soon as she would have said that, I would have been like, ooh, Vegeta's being aggressive, which is unfortunate because it's like, but what are you really going to do, though? Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah. what did Lindsay... And my whole thing is like, Lindsay, this is married at first sight you're there to be married so like why are you even worried about what she's doing over there with her eyes worry about your man goodness if we all worried about ourselves things would be a little bit better we briefly um have steve asking Alyssa and chris you know how things were with them mm-hmm. Alyssa allows chris to speak about it first and he says it was tough but you know we talked with pastor cal and we basically decided to divorce um, he says that being not being together would lead to the maximum happiness for them both. Um, Alyssa then has an emotional response. Um, and she says it's just it's really hard because it's not what I wanted, and I tried my best, I made effort. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we see everyone that's around making, you know, confused face like. Yeah. Interesting. With Interesting perspective well. we have that. Yeah, a lot of eyes, a lot of <laughs> But no one's rolling know, them though. <laughs> a lot of thinking faces. Um so yeah, we get a little bit of that. Everyone just looks really skeptical. We do see Elajuan um in his talking head and he says that he doesn't feel like she put the same amount of effort forth as he has and everybody else has. Mm-hmm. Um which I think everybody knows, but it's the fact that yeah. she's sitting there with like <laughs> <laughs> I'm. This, I just really wanted this, and it wasn't my decision. It, mm-hmm. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then we came back from commercial break, right back to Lindsay and Mark. Yeah. So they're like in the corner, kind of. Um, and Mark is upset because he didn't want Lindsay to speak to Katina. And so Lindsay says that you know Katina was already pissed off, and Mark says that it makes him very uncomfortable. And this is a team. And so Lindsay says that, you know, I'm with you during all of your chaos. You know, if I'm not a team for you, then like, what am I doing putting on a hazmat suit and missing a day of work? So then Mark walks off because like, what do you even say to that? And so he's just like, look, I'm just going to walk off or whatever. And so Lindsay says, call your mom and see if she can let you in tonight. And then Mark says, have another drink. So then Mark goes over to the stairs and Chris, wait, was it Chris? Chris follows him um, and he says that, you know, Lindsay can't let go of things and she can't bury the hatchet and he thinks that she should just walk away from things and he can't fall in love with that. Yikes. Um, so then Lindsay goes into the bathroom, production follows her and she says the following sentences, you guys, I got these verbatim for you all. She says, my husband is a fucking idiot I'm sorry you're not a strong man and you can't speak up because your life is in crisis. I'm accepting, I'm accepting you for all of your flaws. Then she says he makes 60 grand a year selling gym memberships. Oh, pause. Right before that, she said she accepts him and all his flaws. He's not thinking or congratulating her. Yes. I didn't get that part because I was like, wow, you're really like delusional. <laughs> I was um, like, what? Then so the then 60 she grand puts his business out there. That is tough. Then she says, all right, little boy, let me teach you how to be a real badass bitch. I don't even know what that is even referencing. Um, A big badass bitch. I guess that's her. Big badass bitch. I guess so. Then she says, I hate Mm -hmm. my husband. He's a pathetic loser. And the least you can do is make me come for real. 
And then mm. something, something. Then she says, why? Because you got small balls? Yeah, she's like, I need it. She's talking about needing an orgasm. <laughs> she's talking about he wa- said he wants to pull back emotionally. And that's why she said the small balls. I don't thing. really know this what is balls nuts. has to do with anything. Then she says, have fun living in your roach-infested apartment. I don't need you. Then she says, where are you going back? Your mama's? <laughs> then she like whispers, yeah. your mama's. She's like, where are you going back? Your mama's. It's weird. As this is happening. So, what was your favorite line at all? Those. Oh goodness. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. As this is happening, Chris and um, Mark are sitting on the stairs. They're having, you know, calm conversation. Chris is like, it just seems like she has some impulse control issues. Like she doesn't really pick and choose her battle. She just picks all of them. Uh, we have the producers following Lindsay into this bathroom. She's saying she's never coming out when the second <laughs> producer comes in. It's it, it's weird. Mark yeah. is talking about he can't catch feelings like this. She starts screaming at the top of her lungs right when she... Let me see. Which part does she do that? Oh, when she starts throwing this temper tantrum about the least you could just make... She's like screaming. They yeah, can hear her. Yeah, she screaming that so they can hear her. I'm like, so you just don't um, You just don't care. Mark doesn't even look surprised that she's screaming and throwing a temper tantrum. It is nuts. Um, we don't see her for the rest of the, the episode kind of ends with that. Yeah, but as far as favorite that. favorite lines, I mean, you're not thinking or congratulating me. That one, I was like, <laughs> Mine okay. was, I'm sorry you're not a strong man. You can't speak up because your life is in crisis. Like, what? Yeah. Like, she hates I've, him. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I think Mark has tried to stay calm with her this whole, maybe, maybe Steve should talk to her. I don't know. I mean, Um, but this was so awful and like, just, I mean, this is just really disgusting. I can't imagine him seeing this and like, how are you supposed to react to that? Like, this is just so awful. He did try to do exactly what her friends advised him to do before it got to this point when he she was saying like mark what's up like you you've changed and he was like i didn't like the way you spoke with her um and he said it's awkward it makes me feel awkward and she had no regard for that so i guess she, you know. yeah, she said that's not working she said what did she say to that um yeah she I'm was sorry, like you're not a strong man and you can't speak up because your <laughs> life's in crisis yeah she was like who are you here for and he's like i'm here for you that's why i'm doing this and i was like this is this thing like just the attacking of him like you know i put on a hazmat suit your roach infested apartment you make 60 grand like we don't need to know like there's no need to be nasty yeah i'm confused as well oh he did does he sell gym memberships i keep confusing him with chris i was like he's he's a realtor why is he selling gym memberships Mark's a regional manager for like a gym, so I guess he's only okay. making sixty grand a year selling the gym membership. So, but he's probably not doing the actual selling. Yeah, he's probably um, just managing. So, man, that's low for Boston cost of living. Oof, everything is low for Boston. Oh, some of y'all commented. <laughs> Let us know on Instagram that uh, everyone in Boston has a roommate because that's how expensive it is. I know someone is. commented and was like, "That's no way to live." <laughs> Thank y'all for that banter. I was like, somebody please let me know because I've never stepped foot inside of the state of Massachusetts, and so I don't, I don't know what happens there. Um, well, yeah. Well, maybe I just, I'll go. Maybe I'll go to Framington, Framingham, Framington. I think it's Framingham. I was supposed to go to Boston. Framingham. I was supposed to go to Boston. Um, 
last fall. So maybe I'll maybe I'll go out and hit the streets, see if I can find you old know, Framingham College. Some, <laughs> maybe we need some boots on the ground. Yes. Figure out what the hell's maybe happening. Maybe we need there. a pilgrimage to see why y'all are living in these roach infested apartments. Between um, these apartments and just the the people here are are interesting. Um, where they got that bucket of fifty. 50 chicken. What if it was from KFC or something? Oh my god. What I don't know. I didn't see any label. It was like a brown bag, but I don't know. We need to figure out what the grocery stores. We have a lot of questions. We need to do a deep dive. Maybe that's what we'll do. Each season, we need to locate. We need to go to that city and oh figure out what life is like. We need to acquaint ourselves. Take a trip. Well, that's we still have to go to Houston and do the. Um, what was that restaurant I wanted to go? To lose. Yes, to lose. But we've been to Houston, so that one wasn't hard for us. That's true. This one will uh, be, wasn't yeah, hard for us to imagine. We've been to New Orleans. That wasn't hard mm-hmm. for us to imagine what life but is like Boston there. This Boston one, I don't. I'm having a tough time. So. Yeah, we got to do we it. We haven't been so. Um. So but, yeah, that, that was it. I feel like they ended with all that drama. Yeah, it's a good a good way to end. Um, I don't really need any resolution because I don't feel like there's really much hope for these <laughs> this couple. So I was just like, okay, I didn't feel sad or anything. I was just like, hmm, yeah, all right, well. Well, yeah, moving forward. Is what it is. Um, as far as what I'm watching, I'm watching Tamara's recommendation from last week to shrink next door. If y'all mm. haven't seen it. Very I'm interesting, isn't it? really enjoying it. I you told us like it's based on true events and a podcast yeah. and stuff like that. It's wild when you. Isn't th- that therapist crazy? <laughs> it is, and I'm looking at like the progression of time. I'm, this has gone on for years at this point. <laughs> um, and you know there are people in this patient's life who are like, "That's your therapist," and like people like raising some eyebrows and it's just <laughs> wilder and wilder with each episode but i'm really really enjoying it um i'm watching quickly and then there's a, another show on apple tv called severance that i, I really really want to watch um mm. so that's what I'll, that's what i'll hop over to next after this one what are you watching you said you were watching a new show yes yeah, so on apple tv you can like do like they let you do like one free episode of like a new season and then after that you kind of have to like um pony up so to speak so there is a showtime show called yellow jackets um Um, did they get you with yellow in the name (laughs) honestly it was the psychological like drama or thriller because you know i love a thriller so i was like me too what's this about and so this has a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes Ooh, it has one Severance season. has a 97, y'all, by the yeah, way. Yeah, very high. Um, so Yellow Jackets tells the narrative of a team of talented high school girl soccer players who survive a plane crash deep in the, uh, uh, I think it's like the Canadian wilderness. Hmm. And so the series chronicles their descent from a complicated but thriving team to a cannab- cannibalistic clan while also tracking the lives they have attempted to piece back together. Wow. It is so fucking interesting. Uh, the amazing Christina Ricci is in it. I mm-hmm. used to love Christina Ricci. Um, and it is just so good, y'all. Like, I'm on, like, episode three, and I'm like, this is so dark Ooh. and so good. Um, so I have to watch until March 9th. That's when I have to cancel my Showtime subscription. Otherwise, I'll get charged ten ninety nine. So Damn, I got to move. That's me trying to power through. I will I say move. I'm looking... <laughs> Looking at Yellow Jackets, looks like it's also available Hulu Premium, YouTube Premium, Sling, Fubo, mm-hmm. Roku, Amazon Prime Premium. So I may have to. Um, I mean, I I will get through it in time. Yeah. But I am. I'm sure like, you will. How many episodes is it? It's only ten. Oh, girl. So yeah, I can do that in a week. 
But yeah, okay. I just I am very invested. Like this is the story, and I'm very interested in the whole cannibalistic. Um, you know, hmm. wh- when does that occur? But apparently, they were stranded from um, the plane crash for over a year. Hmm. But I know why. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Is this a Mm-mm-mm-mm. this is a true story? Or no, not no, a true story. This is not a true story, dear God. I was like, this is giving me manifest. Um, but yes, it is. Kind of man, it's, it's, it's really interesting, you guys. So I completely recommend it, you guys. Apple TV mm. and Showtime, you know, Apple TV got some things going on over there. So they, it looks like they have a lot of great content. Yeah. I'm about to, my, my little trial or whatever is about to expire too. So that's what I'm trying to hurry up with. Shrink next door. Mm-hmm. And they have um, Dickinson. Dickinson's really good. Um, it's like a modern day like Emily Dickinson show. Oh yes, I think I might have saw the preview. That's for that. actually really cute. I was shocked. Mm. And then um, the oh the morning after, oh, love it. So many things to watch. Goodness. So yes. Um, so you guys hop on over to Apple TV. They've got some great great content over there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank y'all for joining us for one more time. Um, we appreciate all the comments, all the likes, all the follows that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, All guys. the listeners. I've seen some new countries like Jamaica mm-hmm. and Philippines. Um, the rest of y'all that have been there are still there as well. I'm just saying who I blatantly noticed was new. Um, but, yeah, we, we feel the love. We thank y'all for kicking it with us and feedbacking. Um with us on these episodes these episodes are crazy these people are nuts yeah and for for Lindsay to be talking about you know she works in health boston public health as a nurse or something of that nature i just like you know therapy would be a good option therapy feels all do we think steve has seen a therapist he just seems like he's got to have (laughs) he seems to be very like grounded he's got to i mean like i think so i really do i, I mean, mean is that sure what is that what 38 do... looks like just like this really evolved human being i mean i'm sure he could do some remote some remote sessions on the road yeah uh maybe not um <laughs> well maybe, it seems though. like he's had time to really find himself though that's what he said yeah he just seems like really evolved yeah um, good for him yeah that's really yeah. amazing i think he if Noi should, if Noi can stay with him, I think he will bring her alongside to that kind mm. of elevation. But I don't mm. know because the way she she left after them noodles <laughs> took all her stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll. I see, don't know if guys. he's gonna be able to deal with that because that would be like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a probably equally um, exciting episode. Um, and thanks, guys. See you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you.